0: living with you while you were in some pretty dark seasons was not easy. It is not an easy thing to do. And there were days when I was just doing everything I could to survive, to keep my head above water. One of the things that was really clear to me is this is not going to be a reciprocal relationship in this season. Right. I had to do more and you did less because you just were emotionally crippled. Yeah, I was. You could not carry your weight.
1: Well, and the, the saddest part for me is that I was not even aware of nope. how anybody else was doing. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore. And on today's episode, What to Do with a Moody Spouse.
0: A moody spouse.
1: <laughs> you had a hard time
0: saying that one. Well,
1: I, well, when you told me what we were talking about, it made me laugh, which because um, I've spent many years of our marriage probably being the moody spouse. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are we going to talk about me? So
0: once again, this might be a relevant conversation <laughs> sure. between you and I. What do you mean by that? You've spent many years as a moody spouse. What do you mean?
1: Well, I mean, for me... So I have, first of all, boy, this is a big list. First of all, I'm a highly sensitive person. Yes. Which means that my emotions are easily swayed. Yep. It's not just emotions that I'm highly sensitive for. Yeah. My, I'm highly sensitive 100% of my being, who I am.
0: Smells, sounds, yes, environment, everything. emotional. But
1: things that would affect people just on a normal level. Might make me extra happy or extra sad. Yes. Because I just respond that way. And then in addition to that, um, I've just struggled with depression for for many many years. Yeah. And so that pretty much kind of makes me somewhat moody, I guess. A lot moody, <laughs> shall yeah. we say? Yeah. I wonder what the question. What do, exactly do they mean by moody? Moody can mean lots and lots of different things does it mean angry all the time does it mean emotionally roller coaster you know yeah I just thought it was funny because first of all I've had a very very good year emotionally this year so I have not been the normal moody that I would be yeah and second of all I just think it's kind of funny that yeah we would be talking about it I guess
0: has it affected our relationship. Oh,
1: sure, absolutely.
0: Any guesses how? how? How has it affected you? I'll tell. I'll tell everyone how it's affected right. me. But how do you think it's affected you, or how it's affected our marriage?
1: Well, it has to affect our marriage because my moodiness has just been mostly down all the time, yep. and it doesn't give me a great outlook on life in general. Yeah. And so, it's not really fun to be around a person who's you know Debbie Downer all the time. It really isn't. So even for me, it's not fun for me to be around me. Right. So I can't imagine how difficult that has been. Well, I know when you're feeling down, how hard it is when you're in a period of feeling down, not just one day, but when you're in a period of feeling down, how hard it is for me just to even watch you be in that and not be able to do anything about it and not, well, I want to fix it. But there's not really anything I can do to fix it. And when I try to fix it, it doesn't really help you feel better. And I know when you've tried to help fix me, it just makes me feel worse. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. But what you just said there is it's palpable. When I'm in a bad mood, when my energy level is low or negative in some way, it's like there's a cloud hanging in the house. Yeah. And it gets on everybody.
1: Yes. And it really does. And I and I'm sure. Well, I am not sure I'm positive. I guess that's the same thing. (laughs) Well, I was...
0: Welcome to Shannonisms, everybody. No,
1: when I said I'm sure, I was thinking of, well, probably. But no, I'm positive that that I have had a palpable cloud following me around through the house for many, many years. And what makes me be able to say that is even my kids Mm -hmm. know when I'm doing well and when I'm not. And even if I've not said anything they will come and ask me, how you doing? Yeah. And it's always when I'm not doing well that they ask me that question or they'll just come up and give me a hug. Yeah. So whether, whether you're talking about those moods or not, yeah. they're palpable and everybody knows them.
0: Yeah, And it's really hard when a spouse who's in a bad mood expects everyone else to not have it affect them. Right. When they imagine somehow that magically their bad mood shouldn't make everyone else feel bad. It's not understanding the natural consequences of how families work. Correct. And yet I've seen it a lot where someone will be in a bad mood and they will deny responsibility for setting the tone in the household. You actually just have to call out the elephant in the room and say, I'm in a bad mood and I know it's making it hard for everyone else.
1: It's taken me a long time to understand that because I can remember early In our marriage, when I would be in one of those states and then you'd be upset and it'd be like, well, why are you upset? That's not fair. That seems wrong. I'm the one that's not doing well. You should be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. And this isn't about you. I haven't done anything to you, but... Why are you upset? It would actually heighten my sense because I don't know if it felt like something was being taken away from me. Probably I felt like I was in in trouble, trouble. like I'd done something wrong because I can't help these mood swings that I would have. Yeah.
0: And the thing that makes it the hardest if you have a spouse that is moody is when, again, they deny that they're moody. Right. It really is okay when you come to me and I, and you go, honey, are you having a hard day? And if I go, yes, I'm having a hard day. I recognize I'm not, you know, warm and fuzzy to be around or I recognize I'm grumpy or I recognize I'm kind of just down and depressed or my energy level is low. Right. When I own that, it is validating to your experience.
1: It is. And it makes me be able to go, okay, I know what's going on yep. now. And I know that all I need to do is be in it with you.
0: Exactly. You don't even have to fix it. Right. But I take responsibility for it. I have awareness of it. Yes. And I don't deny it. That's the hardest part usually when you have a spouse who is moody, when they don't own it, they don't take responsibility for it.
1: Probably a lot of times they don't even recognize that or know how to express any of that anyway. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I couldn't have told you. Nope. Early in our marriage. Well, I probably wouldn't have told you because just my own fears and stuff, even if I did. But I I didn't have words for a lot of feelings no, that I had. No. Sad, mad, happy. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah. So
0: so to answer this gal's question more specifically, what right. do you do if you have a spouse that is moody all the time? I think the first thing that you have to do is call out the elephant in the room and I have a couple couple rules around that.
1: I was going to ask you. I have a couple
0: rules around that. If you call out the feelings and describe that the feelings are bad, that's when you have a problem. We can't always control our feelings. We can always control our behavior that is triggered by those feelings. So we can't always determine if we are sad or if we're angry. Those just kind of roll in. Those kind of just show up. But that does not give us permission to be snappy or to be dismissive or or to to be rude or to yell or to hit or to throw things across the room or to shut ourselves in the bedroom for three days straight or to go on a drinking binge. All of those are behaviors. And it is usually best to validate feelings and then to acknowledge or call out the behaviors. So it's like, It looks like you are sad. It looks like you're angry. It looks like you're tired. Those are all feelings kind of words. Mm -hmm. It looks like you're having a hard day. They might say yes. They might say no. Oftentimes they're going to deny it. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. That's usually the the universal language for don't talk to me. I'm in a bad mood. Uh And then it's appropriate to say, I know you're having a hard day. The yelling or the shutting down or the extra drinking, that is what I have a problem with. And we need to do something so that that needs to stop. That behavior has to stop. Now, again, at that point, they say, screw you or, you know, get the hell out of here or there isn't a problem with this. That's a whole nother issue around this. But if you have a person, again, a spouse who is moody, validate the feelings and then try to talk through the behaviors. The person who is moody, they do need to take responsibility for their behaviors. They do need to take responsibility for saying, I recognize I'm in a bad space and I understand that and I need to behave in a healthy way. Right. That's where it begins every time.
1: I was just wondering, how do you go about finding out or figuring out what it is that's causing them to be moody? Yeah. Because that really is kind of an important part. If a spouse is moody all the time because they suffer from depression. Right. That's treatable. Yes. If they're just moody for who knows.
0: Personality-wise, they're more melancholy kind of thing.
1: Right. There's just certain things that you have to figure out what the underlying cause of that moodiness is, wouldn't you think?
0: The minute you go into the fixing stage, when the spouse tries to fix the the spouse's moodiness, I think you're actually going to run into problems.
1: Right. Well, I wasn't thinking about in the moment.
0: So general rule of thumb there is, Typically, when they're not in a moody, moody state of mind, you have to be very intentional about that. That's when you go out to dinner. That's when you put the kids to bed and you go, honey, we have an issue or honey, here's a dynamic that is happening. Have you noticed for the last six months, three out of every five days, you are moody, snappy, angry, right. sad, withdrawn, whatever we need to figure out what to do about this because this isn't functioning well in our relationship. But again, timing is super, super, super important on that. If they're already in a negative state of mind, if they're already moody...
1: That does not work, I can guarantee it. Their
0: survival brain is kicked in and they will not be able to turn on their thinking, logical, problem-solving brain. So you have to pick really good timing on that. You also have to be intentional about it. Don't bring it up when you only have 10 minutes to talk talk about it. Don't do it on the way to the important meeting or right, before exactly. a wedding or on the way to church or you don't do it flippantly. You do it very intentionally.
1: And that's something that you can say, "Hey honey, I've got a question or something I want to talk about. Can yeah. we set a time?" Yeah. to talk about it.
0: I always start with curiosity. Have you noticed? Or even, "I've been paying attention. I've been tracking. Here's the days in the last 30 days." You've only had five good days and all the other days have been hard or struggling or depressed or angry or everything else like that. You're not doing it to say, see, I proved Here's what well, kind of a jerk of a husband you are. Yeah,
1: You would have to be very careful about I've been tracking because as Correct. soon as you said that everything in my chest tightened and yeah. I said, oh, so he, now he's paying attention to when I'm in a bad mood.
0: Yes. And I think it's you can still convey that appropriately with posture, attitude, and tone. Yes, that's very true. You can have a, a good tone, a good posture, a good attitude, approach it with curiosity, do it with compassion and empathy, but you also have evidence. It isn't a subjective, hey, this, I feel this about you.
1: Yes, and it's not. I've got data. Right, and, but it's not a data that says I'm here to prove you wrong.
0: Exactly, and again, if you come in with now suck it up, fix it, and let me know when you're better. It's you're, you're you're done. Right, right. Instead of we've got to work on this. Yes. This is something that's affecting us. What can I do? What can we do so that we can change this about our relationship? Right. It's that we-ness versus me-ness. It's a hard conversation. Sure. It's Not easy. It's like a little miniature intervention, but it has to be done. And you're right. It does oftentimes trigger that survival or that defensive brain. And you have to kind of sit in that discomfort for a little bit. Now, if they can't sit in that discomfort, if they can't handle it and you're at your wit's end, you really do probably need to get a professional involved. You yeah. do need to say, listen, ma- the marriage is not functioning well. We really are having a problem. Just like you have a check engine light on your car, you got to take it to a mechanic yeah. so that they can just go, here's the diagnosis and here's the steps to fix it. And a professional is usually going to be the best way to lay that road work down simply because you're not the guy who's saying, here's everything that's wrong with your spouse. It's right. the counselor who's going, here's what needs to be done. And it doesn't make enemies out of a husband and a wife. Yes, it, exactly. You get to hate the counselor which I'm familiar <laughs> with a lot <laughs> because you get to be the bearer of bad news saying you know right. the transmission's dead and the engine needs to be rebuilt
1: sure
0: but that's sometimes what needs to happen hopefully this makes sense I think I think there's some practical steps there I yeah. think I think there's some good stuff it is hard to live with a moody spouse to kind of bring it full circle living with you while you were in some pretty dark seasons was not easy It is not an easy thing to do. And there were days when I was just doing everything I could to survive, to keep my head above water. One of the things that was really clear to me is this is not going to be a reciprocal relationship in this season. I had to do more and you did less because you just were emotionally crippled. You could not carry your weight.
1: Well, and the, the saddest part for me is that I was not even aware of how anybody else was doing.
0: Nope. And that's usually the case when someone is in, again, that compromised emotional state. Yes. And that's what I signed up for. I know that you are not a perfect person when I married you. I didn't expect you to be perfect. And I am committed to the marriage and I'm committed to you even when I have to carry more of the weight. Right, there are going to be seasons when you have to carry more yeah. of the weight because I am in the in the hole, yep, or I'm stuck in some way, and, and th- it isn't about fairsies.
1: No, th- and this is where mutual selflessness comes yes. in. Yes, in moments when I can't be selfless, just because I am absolutely not capable, yeah, you are still s- selfless, and yeah. in those moments when I am, I I try to be, and so.
0: And that's not easy. No. We are not saying that that is easy.
1: But if you have that mindset prior to or yes. going in. Yes. That's what really helps.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I don't think that that mindset is in most people when they first get married. I think it's all about what they can get and how can the this person make me happy? Yes, exactly.
0: And that's the wrong that's the wrong mindset to go into marriage. It will only lead to disappointment or disappointed expectations. Right. So it's not an easy answer, but it is an answer that works. Right. It is a solution that works because even though you spent years in that kind of dark, depressed place, we're coming up on 28 now, 28 yeah. years, and you and I can genuinely say, sitting across the table from each other, we love each other more yep. today than the day we got married, and we're not in that dark place forever. Forever. No. It was a season, It it refines us, and it builds resilience in yeah. us. And we don't just quit and give up and walk away. But again, there are some conditions in that. Sure. You had to recognize you needed help. You got help. Right. You're not there anymore. Lots of stuff changed. Right. It's conditional.
1: And speaking of that, there is hope. Yeah. Because look at the place that I was in. Yeah. I mean, really, really dark place yeah. for m- many years. And some of those years, I didn't realize how dark of a place it was. And some years, I didn't think I was in a dark place at all. And yeah. then I'd start to feel better and I'd go, oh, I guess I really was. Yeah. This year is like night and day. It is. It's a huge, it is. huge difference. So there is hope yeah. that your spouse won't be a moody person all the time for whatever reason they're yeah. being moody. People change and grow as long as they're open and they take responsibility and they're willing to make those changes and work on it. Yeah,
0: exactly. It gives hope for the spouse who is enduring it. Yes. Do you want to do a little wrap up?
1: I'll let you wrap up. No, no, it up. no. You
0: wrap it up. I want you to do it today.
1: No, nah, I don't want to. I don't <laughs> like being thrown under the bus like that. I'm not there
0: yet. I'm not throwing you under the bus. You've heard it 105 times.
1: It <laughs> doesn't so- matter i don't have the script up here in my head
0: <laughs> oh my goodness that's fine if this is no wait your-
1: wait, wait, wait no just kidding <laughs> you're
0: driving me crazy woman
1: I know.
0: if this is your marriage if you are married to a moody spouse and you are just trying to figure out the practical things to do and you don't know where to go next securemarriage.com will be a good place to start. Um, We have a little assessment for your relationships. You can figure out kind of the areas of your marriage that you do need to work on. But even more specifically on this one, if you actually wanted to email us, Paul at securemarriage.com or Shannon at securemarriage.com, we love getting questions, specific questions about specific people and specific situations so that we can do a podcast episode out of the thing you might be going through. Mm because we want you to know you don't have to have a perfect marriage to have a secure marriage. Right. And things can get better. And there are skills you can learn. And most people aren't taught these skills, but they can be learned. Yep. And that's why we do this little podcast is because we want to give people these skills so that they fight less and feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with their spouse. That's what we want yep. all the time. All so the time. securemarriage.com is a place to start or or send us an email, either one. I think that's it. I, th- I think that'll be I good enough. I think so. Yep. <sighs> to all the moody people out there, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> um, I think we're done for the day.
1: We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.